Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Let's begin. Well, what do you know about that? Good afternoon, West Virginia. This is Dale Cooper, and we are live on location from Ball Toyota in Patrick Street in Charleston. It's for United Ways inside the huddle. Tony Caridi is going to stop by later on, but we have all kinds of great things that we're going to do today to pregame for it. We'll tell you about it when we come back after this. This is Metro News Hotline, a three-hour audio tour navigating the world of sports, news, entertainment, tech, and more from a Mountain State point of view. You can join the conversation. Text the show at 304-825-5304. That's 304-TALK-304. Here's the host for Metro News Hotline, Dave Weekly. Well, Dave is on vacation once again, of course, and uh, I am Dale Cooper filling in for Dave Weekly uh, for the rest of this week, which is just two more days. Uh, I think that I'm actually going to uh, uh, finally be done with this thing tomorrow. Uh, happy days indeed. I'm glad everybody's tuning in today. We're going to take you through the next three hours and pre-gaming today for Inside the Huddle that's taking place in Charleston on Patrick Street at Ball Toyota, their uh, convention center in the back. It's just a great location, by the way, if, uh, if you're into that kind of thing where you need a large location for an event because this is really a nice location this is our second year doing this uh non-consecutive year or no consecutive year we did do this last year right yeah so uh, we did do this last year and it, it's a great place for an event like inside the huddle they've tweaked some of the the uh, layout this year and it looks just absolutely fantastic uh, the silent option auction options will be up a little bit later on uh as tony creedy and some of the other folks get in here but man i'll tell you what it is a uh, it's a good place and we're going to have a great show for you today we have all kinds of guests that's going to be rolling through here many of our uh, regular guests also we're going to clear some room for uh, for uh, the united way and some of the great sponsors of this event to uh, stop by and say hi as well uh, we do have uh, kevin kinder is uh, going to uh, reschedule just a little bit he's going to be here at 345 this afternoon Cat, uh, larry gross is going to come over here too from mountain stage and we're going to talk about some upcoming mountain stage shows with larry gross amy smith is going to be a little earlier today as well from investors business daily she's going to join us at 433 instead of at 506 because at 506 tony caridi is going to sit in and he has a special guest he's going to bring by we're going to uh, commiserate and talk for a few minutes before playing in or out uh at 5 
25. And then uh, we'll have uh, whoever wants to come by from uh, our uh, uh, lottery of guests that's going to be here and sponsors for United Way. We'll clear the last half hour of the program just to say hi to a bunch of folks and to really, truly pregame for Inside the Huddle with Tony Caridi as things are breaking down here. But it is going to be a good time. And uh, joining me here as uh, my on-site producer and uh, a guy that hopefully I can talk from time to time, Magatar Murphy, uh, back on the program. How are you doing today, Matt? I tell you what, I was really impressed with the way that you managed to get the auction options. It was hard. That's a tongue twister. It wasn't even on purpose, but that's what I just wow. rolled. Wow! Yeah, not bad. Uh, those are uh, those. They're really cool things that are going to be going up for auction. Uh, Margaret O'Neill was on earlier this week and detailed some of those things. Anything from handcrafted WVU-related g- gifts to uh, signed autographs and uh, some game memorabilia and stuff like that. And then, of course, uh, Tony always auctions off a slot on Sportsline where you can come yeah, in and guess Sportsline with him uh, for for a game for a show. So that's always going to be a good time, and uh, we always have a good time here. Setting up over here is is really easy, um, as long as our cell phone hold, or as long as our wireless holds out, because that's how we're broadcasting. But it's a it's a nice easy setup. It's a nice little jaunt away from the office, uh, so we get out of the office a little bit. I'm looking forward to as we're here a little bit later uh, longer because uh, some folks will start rolling in here. It starts to fill up. Yeah, in here. everywhere then, you look, it is blue and gold. It is. It is blue and gold. And you know, I had to. Uh, I had to take a rest on Chuck McGill today from Marshall because I figured that uh, yeah. this might not be the show to uh, to check in with Chuck. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll circle back not. to him tomorrow or something along those lines. But we are going to have a great show for you today, and I'm glad that you that you're uh, that you're tuned in uh, to the program uh, as uh, we roll through our different guests and stuff that are in here. Have you ever this this is a story I, I meant to talk to you about this before we went on the air? But do you ever make Okay, so you're, you're you're driving to get somewhere. So you know we were going to meet over here so we could right. set up and everything, right? And um, I was I was driving and I accidentally started going the wrong way. Like I started going back to the office, right? <laughs> then that happens. Muscle memory will do that to you, right? Sure, sure. So then I think for a minute. Okay, there's two different routes that I can take to to edit my path so I can get to Patrick Street easily, and I made the wrong choice. Like I got I got sucked into traffic, I got sucked into detours, I started going all these things. And then not only did I make the initial choice wrong, but then I was like, okay, well, I'm, I need to get out of this, so let me go this way instead. And that was the wrong choice. And then to get out of that, let me go this way instead, and that was the wrong choice. So what should have been like a seven-minute drive ended up being like a 21-minute drive. Well, I noticed you and I got here at we the did. same time. And I, here in Charleston, they've got the boulevard closed down. They've got Multifest ah. this weekend. I knew it was closed because I had gone down through there earlier in the day. And then I got in the truck to drive down here. Which way did I go? Boulevard. The boulevard. Yeah, see, <laughs> I thought that it was closing tomorrow. And so that, right, that's right. part of what I what I did wrong. I actually got on the highway, and I was like, well, I'll just get off here and go down the boulevard so I can get to Patrick Street. And, that's, and then you get turned into downtown. And downtown was a mess. There was some dude that, like, tried to drive his uh, his extended uh, towing rig into uh, onto Capitol Street, and he made the turn wrong, and he got up on the curb and got stuck. And so that was back in traffic up. Not it, it was only, like being in Manhattan for a minute. I don't know what it was. Not only did I get the email from Tina over in Charleston Mayor's office this morning about the closure, but I saw two different city council uh-huh. people who shared the road closure information. And did I read any of that? Absolutely not. You and I have both done traffic, and so I know you feel me here. <laughs> the irony. Where, where, well, this is what would happen to me. Uh, back when I was first getting back into radio, uh, what are we, 11 years ago now, um, I started I started doing traffic. And what would happen to me all the time? I lived in cross lanes at the time. What oh, I would geez. do all the time is uh, they would close down the boulevard for something. I would read it. 
12 times because of back course. then you had to, I would read it 12 times at least that there's going to be a road closure. I would be like, okay, I'm off work. Let's go home, go get in my car, drive out, immediately try to turn onto the boulevard Always. and run into it. Close. It's like, I only said this 12 times. Every How time. did I not remember this? Every single time. It's even worse when you know there's like an accident and it's going to be a closure for like hours and then you still go that way. Yeah, life's tough. It is sometimes, <laughs> and, and, really and I just make it harder on myself. That's that's the way it usually yeah, works out. It happens. I'm interested in what you're going to think about our, our question of the day, and we might have to bring Alex Thomas. Alex, if you're back there listening, uh, get your ears up on this because this uh, is something that I think in our uh, would strike with you. Yeah, you, Ryan, you don't want to bring him up early. You have no idea what he's doing back there. Make sure he knows first. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and roll out today's question of the day. In a survey of a 1,000 U.S. adults, when it comes to baking and cookies, 40% believe in their cooking baking skills enough that they would quit their job to bake. 82% enjoy baking their own cookies, and 59% are interested in trying their own flavors. America's favorite cookie is the chocolate chip cookie at 35%, uh, followed closely by peanut butter, uh, brownie double chocolate cookies, and oatmeal raisin, all with uh, mid-20% uh, favorites hmm. in the United States. Today's hotline question of the day is, what do you bake well enough to win a cooking competition, and what cooking shows do you enjoy? Again, the hotline question of the day is, what do you bake well enough to win a cooking competition, and what cooking shows do you enjoy? You can get a hold of us on text. That text line number is 304-825-5304. That's 304-TALK-304. You can also get a hold of me on social media where you can find, I sent this question out not too long ago, and that's at OnAirCoop on social media, at OnAirCoop. And I'm kind of interested in this because uh, my wife is a home baker and uh, um, was just trying to start her cottage business when uh, COVID started. Uh, yeah. Which seems like it would have been the perfect time, but the the intersection of COVID with the uh, at the time two year old at home, and then trying to roll this out with all the the different restrictions and harder to get to the store and different things like that, it just wasn't a good time to try to roll out uh, doing the cottage baking thing. But I, I know a lot of people to bake. I'm not a great baker. I made a Nigella cake once, and it was okay. But I'm not a great baker. I can make cookies a little bit. I'm a decent cook, but I know that we have. Uh, I know some bakers. Um, and I know that we have some people in our audience that definitely know how to bake. And it doesn't have to be sweet. It doesn't have to be cookies. Maybe you're, you, you're, uh, we were talking a lot about cornbread yesterday. Maybe you make a really great cornbread that you think is, uh, but, but uh blue was ribbon. It 42% of people you said would quit their job? 40%. 40% said 40% that they were people. confident enough in their skills. Now, this is some kind of Dunning Kruger, right? There's no doubt about that. Or people that are way too that's confident. A lo- or a lot of people that really hate their job. Yeah, well, that's true. But 40% <laughs> said that they could drop their job today. And they would be fine doing baking for a living. What? I, I throw a flag on that because number one, four out of ten people—that yeah. is an insanely high number. I know. I agree. What? I know. I know. I mean, it's like I commented on there on Twitter. I mean, I can bake, I can cook, but is any of it that good that I feel like oh, I'll just quit my job tomorrow? My cookies will get me through. <laughs> like, and, and also, no. frankly, in my opinion, for a home cook or a home baker, however you want to put it, um, consistency is always the issue. Yeah. I've made some stuff that I nailed, and it was I'm like, oh, I should sell this, and, and uh, man, I can make a million dollars with this garlic chocolate chip cookie, which is something that I came up with one time that was pretty good. <laughs> better than you think. Better than you think. Uh, but then the next time I made them, they were horrible. Uh, <laughs> 
and, and, and because I got a little bit ahead of my skis, I was like, oh, well, if that one was good, then maybe I should do this, this, and that. Anyway, they weren't any good. I had to revert back to the, the old The other recipe. thing you got to think about here, though, it's one thing to make a couple dozen cookies to eat around the house. That, too. If you have to cook or bake so many cookies or, or loaves of bread or whatever it is that you're baking, to be able to sustain your income off of that, I mean, you're going to need a whole factory. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So and I think 39% of these people didn't really think the question all the way through. I think that that's probably right. And and cooking to scale is difficult anyway. I've ta- yeah. I, we've talked to Chef Paul about that before when he's been on a Monday. He's talking about cooking to scale. Maybe you have a bunch of people coming over for a wedding or a cookout or something. You're doing it. Um, the first time I've done it for my business before when I was in Michigan and we were doing um, this thing with food that we when we had to cook to scale. But most recently, my wife and I, uh, did the uh, macaroni cook-off uh, over oh, at, right. uh, at the Capital Market. And I think this was, honestly, I can't remember if it was in 2019 pre-pandemic or if it was one of the things that, no, it had to be pre-pandemic. I don't think that, that we did it as recent as, I think it came back last year, and I don't think we did it last year. So it must have been pre-pandemic. But anyway, um, we own, in our house, for whatever reason, we own four slow cookers, um, plus an Instant Pot. <laughs> oh, I mean, geez. they're in storage, but, I mean, we own them. We, we, ha- we have them, um, and we used every one of them. Uh, yeah. to, for all of this macaroni and cheese and, and, and boiling all those noodles and then like having to transport the noodles and then making sauce to scale and then having to sauce everything evenly yeah. for all the recipes yep. to, for it all to taste the same because you're making it. It's very difficult. It's one thing when you're in a commercial kitchen and you have a five gallon you know, pot or whatever to boil, or maybe I, right. for years and years I worked at the Olive Garden. There's actual appliances out there that are just pasta cookers. Right, right. It's literally like a, it kind of looks like a fryer, but it has a basket that you drop all the noodles in and it, it boiling water. And it's a lot easier to cook that kind of four crock pots worth of noodles in that <laughs> as opposed to a, you know, a saucepan or whatever. At all. It was labor. It, w- it was definitely labor. It ended up being fun, but it was a lot of labor and a lot of dishes by the time the, yeah. the, the thing was the, yeah. the was It's always up. the dishes. Let's, uh, let's take a second and check in with Alex Thomas from the WCHS and the Metro News newsroom. We're going to get a news update. Hopefully he w- was able to hear a little bit of our question today about, uh, about baking. Alex, are you with us? Yeah, I am. Over got the website, WVMetroNews.com. We have plenty of stories trying to get in touch with all the news that's going on in Patchen, West Virginia. I did see the question, though. You know, I just like baking for fun. I just like baking okay. for fun. I don't think I have anything that would make me really competitive. But if I can enjoy food with my family, that's that's enough for me. How about just yeah. your favorite thing, then? What's your favorite thing to bake? Oh, gosh. Um, pizza's pretty much at mm. the top because I do have a pizza steel now which is very nice and can get a nice uh, leopard spotting, as they would call it, on the bottom of your crust. Right. So hmm. I really enjoy doing pizza. I'm actually going to do a big old cheapo pizza this weekend, like a Sicilian-style pizza. So that's going to be on my radar uh, come Sunday afternoon, as long as the U.S. Senate doesn't mess up my weekend plans. Oh, as they often do for me, too. I, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, as far as the news go, Alex, what's going on in the news? Yeah, I just mentioned the U.S. Senate over the website WVMetroNews.com. U.S. Senator Joe Manchin responding to concerns from West Virginia Coal Association President Chris Hamilton and others regarding the Inflation Reduction Act. Chris Hamilton and these other leaders believe that this will hurt America's coal industry, that this legislation is going to make it easier for people to push the coal industry aside. But Senator Joe Manchin is saying that this bill includes investment 
investments to make sure that communities impacted are not left behind, provide investments where necessary, as well as also provide funding for the Black Lung Disability Fund that has not been funded properly. In fact, the fund last year did not get renewed by Congress. So we're now in the situation where Congress really wants to put in something new, put in something to make it more permanent. And Senator Joe Manchin, again, has been leading that effort on Capitol Hill. We're not sure when Congress is going to vote on this, or at least the Senate. You know, we're hearing rumors that maybe it may be Saturday when they start this whole process. But at the same time, though, with the 50-50 Senate, they have to get everybody on board. They have to get everybody to approve this legislation. If they do not get all 50 Democrats on board because it's likely that no Republicans will vote for this bill, there is no chance this will even head to the House. This morning I was doing a show locally in Charleston with uh, the attorney uh, Tom Payton. We were talking a little bit about the uh, the hope uh, the hope appeal the the um, the hope scholarship appeal that's uh, been put in front of the uh, the uh, intermediate appellate court. What's going on with that? I know there was an update on that today. Right. So State Attorney General Patrick Morrissey found the other night that he would put it in front of the state Supreme Court, and that is exactly what he's going to do. He's filed a motion with the state Supreme Court asking justices to issue a stay related to Canal Circuit Court judge. Joanna Tabbitt's ruling last month ending that school choice program. So right now we're just waiting to hear back from the state Supreme Court. It could be a few weeks. But keep in mind, Coop, this all comes as the school year is set to begin in just a few weeks. And this puts a lot of parents in limbo because this provided funding for things like fees and things of that nature that people go for schools to make sure that they can get their kids what they believe would be a quality education without the accounts in place, then these parents don't have those financial resources. So a lot of parents right now not having those resources right as school year is set to start. Uh, that yeah, that, it is a it is a unfortunate timing, and it has to be very confusing for for those folks that are involved. I can see how that uh, how that would shake out. Well, Alex, I appreciate your time. Thanks uh, for weighing in on the question and also for the news update. Yeah, no problem. That's Alex Thomas from the WCHS and the Metro News Newsroom. Let's go ahead and uh, close it up, and we're going to take a break and come back to set the rest of the show when we come back right after this. Every child is different, and learning isn't always easy. But when you find the right teacher in the right school with the right curriculum, one day it just clicks. The right school for your child is out there, and the good news is it's only a click away. West Virginia Virtual Academy is a tuition-free online school with state-licensed teachers that give students the personalized attention they need to succeed. K12.com slash West Virginia Online, where education clicks. Mondays mean more. More days to play Lotto America. All-American Mondays from the West Virginia Lottery. You can now play Lotto America three days a week. Monday, Wednesday, Saturday. And an extra draw day means faster growing and bigger jackpots. Plus more chances to win. Salute your week with All-American Mondays from the West Virginia Lottery. Play Lotto America today. For more information, visit wvlottery.com. Please play responsibly. Hotline with Dave Weekly will return on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Because U.S. home values have risen so high, nearly half of all U.S. homes and condos with a mortgage are now considered equity rich. That's the most ever. That means homeowners possess at least 50% of their home's equity and owe less than half the home's value on a loan. That's according to real estate data provider Adam. Meantime, this could be a busy weekend for realtors. Average long-term mortgage rates now just a hair below 5% for the first time since April, 4.99%. 
On Wall Street today, stocks are mixed, mostly lower, though. Right now, the Dow is down about a third of a percent. The Nasdaq, about two-tenths of a percent higher. The S&P, slightly lower. The price of oil, though, under $89 a barrel. That's less than what it was when Russia invaded Ukraine. And the French fashion house Balenciaga getting slammed over a new bag in its upcoming fall line. It's called the Trash Pouch, which is inspired by a regular old plastic garbage bag. This one cost 1800 bucks. Tom Busby, Bloomberg Radio. As if we don't already have enough on our plates with inflation, gas prices, and product shortages, there's a potential nightmare coming. If China invades Taiwan, Christmas gift-giving and our everyday lives will be severely disrupted. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. Taiwan is home to the world's biggest manufacturer of computer chips. The company is called Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing. Now, I realize we're only at the beginning of August, but if work comes to Taiwan and China, there'll be massive disruptions in all tech products. iPhones, iPads, Nintendos, Playstations, laptops, TVs, even kitchen appliances won't just be in short supply. They won't be available at all. This war, if it happens, will have a massive impact, not only on the people of Taiwan, but the entire global market for everything that uses a microchip. And these days, it's just about everything. Get breaking tech news at commando.com. In life, there are good surprises and bad surprises. Finding 20 bucks? Good surprise. Car breaking down? Bad surprise. But when you have a protection plan through CarShield, those bad surprises are easier to handle. CarShield offers protection plans for around 100 bucks a month that cover more parts than ever before. When you need a repair, there's no paperwork or headaches. Just choose the mechanic to do the work, and CarShield administrators will handle the rest. And here's a good surprise. Every protection plan includes coast-to-coast roadside assistance, rental car options, and trip reimbursement at no extra cost. Lock in your price by getting coverage today, and it will never go up. CarShield helps make the surprise of your car breaking down easier to handle. Get coverage like I did. Go to carshield.com slash cam or call 800-391-8888 to save 10% on your plan. That's carshield.com slash cam or call 800-391-8888 to save 10%. That's carshield.com slash cam. Hey, this is Dave Allen for your local Parmar store saying happy summer. Summer is the busiest time of the year with ball games, reunions, vacations, picnics, barbecues. Hey, you name it, and it happens during the summer. Well, before you make plans to head out, make plans to visit your local Parmar store. From gas to great food and all the snacks you need, you'll find it at Parmar. We're nearly 200 stores strong, and we're adding stores all the time, all to better serve you. Download the Parmar app and sign up for our rewards card to save even more. Happy summer, and remember, there's not a Parmar store near you now. There will be soon. Search for WCHS Network in your favorite podcast service and subscribe to the master feed of all 580 WCHS Studio Productions. Three minutes to the bottom of the hour. You're listening to Metro News Hotline. I'm Dale Cooper. In for Dave Weekly today and tomorrow. Then the Grand Poobah will be back on Monday to take over his seat once again. Thank you for tuning in today. We are live on location. Matt Guitar Murphy's with me. We're at Ball Toyota, downtown Charleston, or not downtown Charleston, Patrick Street in Charleston. And that is uh, where Inside the Huddle with Tony Caridi is going to be tonight. Uh, that's going to benefit United Way. Tony gives these talks where he um, uh, reveals a little bit that he's held close 
closer to the vest with his uh, scoops for Mountaineer Sports for this upcoming uh, season. So we'll get Tony in here a little bit later on. We have about two minutes before this break, and I, I ran across this story earlier this week, and I just wanted to talk about it for a second. So apparently there's this trend on TikTok, Matt, called product overload, where influencers are encouraging people on TikTok to fill their bathtub up with all their uh, cleaning supplies. If you want your bathtub to be super duper clean, then obviously it's not just get the best cleaning supply. You know, don't get uh, you know scrubbing bubbles of joy or whatever the things are called, and and uh, or comet or whatever, and scrub out your tub. Uh, no, you get everything and you pour them in there. You just dump it in, not clean it, not like wipe them with it, but actually fill your tub up as far as it can go as you dump in all of your cleaning supplies. This sounds wasteful. Yeah, medical toxicologist Dr. Kelly Johnson-Arbor warns that mixing strong chemicals can cause respiratory problems. Some of these combinations, like mixing bleach with ammonia, can be extremely dangerous. Yeah, like... Yeah, you're building a bomb in your bathtub. Yeah, yeah or you're gonna, or you're gonna have like a chemical leak. That's not the you bath know? bomb that you think it it's is. It's gonna be like Nepal, you know. I mean, uh, in your bathroom, and imagine, and and if, if it's bad for you as a human, what about your pets? Yeah, you know, like if your pets are in the house and you're doing this thing, and your pets are breathing this stuff in. Anyway, uh, if you're going to try any trends, the doctor recommends wearing gloves and a mask, and always follow the directions on the label. Um, however. It's really a bad idea. I would really encourage you to not fill your bathtub with stuff. I, I have, I'm a, an avid TikToker, and I, I haven't run into this yet. Now that we've mentioned it, it'll probably show up. Yeah, you're, you're probably right. It's, <laughs> the algorithm's going to get you there. We're going to be time. back. We're going to be back with a little bit of sound of sports after this. You're listening to Hotline on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. With your news update, I'm Alex Thomas from the Parmar Store Studio 580 WCHS. If you don't have a Parmar Store near you now, you will soon. It is 3.30 and 94 degrees in downtown Charleston. The National Weather Service warning of possible flooding in the ensuing days. A flood watch in effect for multiple counties in anticipation of the rain. Meteorologist Ray Young says everyone needs to be on alert. They had not had much of a chance to dry out, so they're the most prone to the flash flooding from this system. But just because you live don't live there doesn't mean you're safe because all it takes is one round of storms to wet you and then another round of storms and then to come and then you you could be in trouble as well. The flood watch in effect until Sunday evening. The Kanawha County Commission issuing a state of preparedness because of the potential of damaging winds and heavy rain. The order allows county officials to prepare for water rescue efforts and other emergency responses. Swine exhibits at next week's state fair will be closed to the public. The change after a possible positive case of the swine flu from the Jackson County Fair. State Agriculture Commissioner Kent Leanhart says all livestock will be examined carefully before entering the fairgrounds. We should be able to detect any sick animals before they get into the barn and prevent the spread. So we're going to have extra staff. We're going to be extra precautious now you know that we're aware. Federal health officials are reviewing a sample to confirm the possible case. West Virginia Attorney General Patrick Morristy is still looking for a stay on a ruling impacting the HOPE Scholarship Program. The program on hold following an injunction by Canal Circuit Judge Joanna Tabbitt. Parents were allowed to use public funding for private school endeavors for their kids. Morrissey says he wants the state Supreme Court to issue a stay. We're asking the court to let the program go forward, given that the school year is about to start, so that 3,000 families are not left in the dust. The Intermediate Court of Appeals rejecting a stay request earlier this week. The Metro News Act weather forecast this afternoon, humid with intervals of clouds and sunshine, a thunderstorm as well. It is 94 degrees, and you're listening to 580 WCHS.
The excitement of the real Lucky Slot Tournament at Mardi Gras Casino and Resort will send one lucky North Club member on an all-expenses-paid trip to Southland Casino in Arkansas. Every Friday in August, seven members will be drawn to participate every 30 minutes between 6 and 10 p.m. The top scorer earns $1,000 in free play and $500 for travel and a chance to win a share of $60,000. Earn real rewards at Mardi Gras this August. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports from the Parmar Store Studios. If you don't have a Parmar Store near you now, you will soon. One of the strengths of WVU's football team this year should be the offensive line with a number of veteran starters returning, including left guard James Gemitter. Gemitter recently praised left tackle Wyatt Milam. When we flipped him to the left, I think he feels more comfortable, even though at first it took him a second to kind of switch to a left-handed stance just to the left kick. But I think because he's a lefty, he's more natural over there. As a young guy, he is beyond what I've seen. He knows a lot. He's raw talent. When he's four years in, he's going to be an All-American tackle. He already is, but he'll be first team or can't. He'll be everything. You know, he's fun to play next to. Week one of Mountaineer Camp continuing coverage at WVMetroNews.com. Noah Mullins of Cabell Midland High School and Marshall University won the West Virginia Amateur on Wednesday. Coverage at the website. Leave the intimidating Wall Street jargon behind and get relatable advice from John Burdett of 4th Avenue Financial. Retire Right Radio, this Monday morning at 820 on The Voice of Charleston, 580 WCHS. Your news Ram Hotline on a Thursday. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Dale Cooper. Matt Guitar-Murphy is here with me, uh, uh, kind of co-hosting, and he's my on-site producer. Ryan Nicholson is back in the in the uh, studio. He's pushing the buttons and making things work. Uh, we're split on location today because we are live on location from Ball Toyota on Patrick Street, downtown Charleston. We're here for Inside the Huddle with Tony Creedy, which is coming up. Doors open at 530 here, by the way. Uh, and uh, if you're coming by, uh, please come by and say hi. That rhymed. And uh, <laughs> you can come and say hi to Chewy, number one. I have a Chewbacca here, a, uh, a one of my daughter's Chewbaccas, which is this uh, this uh, kind of an oversized, large, plastic, articulated Chewbacca um, that's kind of hanging out at my desk. He's my mascot for the day. So if you want somebody to say hi to other than me or Matt, you can say hi to Chewy while you're coming. The big furball is just, although he's plastic, so he's not very furry. But he's, he's just hanging he's out He's very here. inviting, though. He is. He's a very happy-looking Chewbacca. It's a kid's toy, so he's very happy-looking. He's not like the angry Wookiee. He's the, he's the happy Wookiee. <laughs> I like I like Wookiees when they're happy. Nobody wants an angry Wookiee. They rip your arms off, you know. Oh, jeez. Let's uh, go ahead before we get to the sound of sports and reset today's question of the day. In a survey of 1,000 U.S. adults, when it comes to baking and cookies, 40% believe their cookie baking skills. And they're cooking baking skills enough that they would quit their jobs to bake. Also, 82% enjoy baking their own cookies. So there is a 42% there that enjoy baking cookies, but they also don't believe that they could quit their job to do it. And then uh, 59% are interested in trying unique flavors of cookies. The favorite cookies in the United States, 35% of the people answer that chocolate chip is their favorite. And honestly... Chocolate chip and its variations are my favorite, too. Yeah. Uh, peanut butter second, which uh, peanut butter and uh, oatmeal raisin would be my that, second and third. That surprises probably. me. The peanut butter, I thought, was going to be further down the list. Yeah, you know, me, too. I didn't know it was that popular. And now, then where's uh, the snickerdoodle? Oh, that's a good question. Like the uh, sugar cookie? The cinnamon sugar cookie. I know, right? 
Where is that? That's a good question. So anyway, today's hotline question of the day is, what do you bake well enough to win a cooking competition, and what shows do you enjoy? What cooking shows do you enjoy? You can text 304-825-5304. That's 304-TALK-304. You can also get a hold of me on Twitter. That's at OnAirCoop, at OnAirCoop. And uh, we have some uh, responses to this. Uh, I believe Tim Ear said that uh, that uh, he does uh, peach and apple pie. Peach and apple pie is what he thinks that is his uh, his family tells him is uh, the best thing that he can cook, um, and uh, we've had other responses on the text line as well. You can uh, text in three zero four eight two five five three zero four, or you can get a hold of me on Twitter. That's at on air coop at on air coop. Uh, for the first time, of course, my. Uh, 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 my strategy on how that I'm doing notes today didn't work, and my uh, responses didn't populate in the right place. So, uh oh, there you go. You know what this reminds me of while we're talking about shows? What's that? Julia Child. Hello. Oh, Hello. Did you did you legitimately watch her on, uh, on? Yes, yes. That was like part of my childhood. Every now and again, that would pop up, and it just always made me laugh. Yeah, I, I was a big fan of uh, of Julia Child. I did watch that when I was a kid, and there was another show that was on that was called. Um, it was called Chefs of the World, and then there was another version called Chefs of America. I don't oh. remember a lot about it. They went to like famous restaurants uh, where there was uh, either famous chefs or chefs that did certain deals. It was sort of like a highbrow diners, di- uh, diners drive-ins, and dives. Uh, it was like this very uh, cultured-sounding British lady that uh, that hosted it, and it would be this really nice restaurant like overlooking a cliff um, somewhere in like Singapore or something that did some kind of specialty food, and they would talk to the uh, chef as they were making it. There was hardly inter- any interviewing though. It was all overhead shots of just the chef's bread. I'm just watching yeah so you just watched what the what the guy or guy was cooking and i always liked it towards the end when they were almost done with the dish the the, the proper british lady who hosted would be like presentation begins uh, and so then it shows them build the plate who, and put it who's together. the uh, i can't think of the name the the butter it's all butter butter fried in oh and paula butter. dean paula dean oh yes paula dean. take a stick of butter and you're gonna fry that it in just, some butter and you want to add some butter sauce to that Little bit of butter cream and I mean, I love butter, butter powder. I love butter. I mean, <laughs> I stopped. I stopped using any of the other stuff. The only thing I ever use anymore is butter. I never do. Um, I never do uh, like the margarines or anything anymore. I oh, just yeah. use butter and try oh, to yeah. use it in in uh, moderation as far as I can. I don't want to uh, to get too far behind because we do have uh, Kevin Kender who's coming up at three forty five. So I do want to get into a little bit of the sound of sports today. And let's start locally with some baseball, and let's uh, take a ride up north just a little bit where the Cleveland Guardians were taking on the Arizona Diamondbacks, the call on WTAM, as Armad Rosaria hits a three-run homer to center field, and the Guardians take a 4-0 lead. Here's Rosario, 0 for 2. He's bounced to third, struck out. Pitch to him, and he drives one. Deep left center field. This one's carrying way back. Home run, Rosario! Shot for Ahmed Rosario, and the Guardians take a 4 nothing lead. Guardians go on to win that game over Arizona by a final score of 7-4. Also, in our listening area, the Baltimore Orioles win last night, taking on the Texas Ranger. Here's the call on 98 Rock FM as Terrian Valvra hits an RBI double to center, and the Orioles take a 3-2 lead. Now to spin home. Bobber swings, lines it left side, and a base hit for Bobra. Skipping in between Smith and Tavares. Mateo will score as Smith cuts it off. Bobra is in the second. He is in there safely standing. 
Taron Vavra with his first Major League extra base hit, his first Major League RBI, and the Orioles have taken the lead back. It is three to two, Baltimore in the eighth. That was in the eighth inning, and that broke open the floodgates for the O's, going to beat the Rangers by a final score of six to three. Let's take a look over on the West Coast, just because I want to talk a little bit about former Red Jesse Winker. Last night, Jesse Winker hit a home run. Uh, the uh, Mariners taking on the Yankees, and were able to score the victory over the Yankees by a final score of seven to three. The call on KIRO as Jesse Winker hits a solo home run to right, and the Mariners take a seven-one lead. The O one. Winker swings, lifts this deep out to right field. Jesse Winker, touch them all. It hits off the second deck. Watch out below. Winker, a slow trot around the bases in the Bronx. It's the fourth long ball of the day for the Mariners. They're playing tag with that back wall. It's a 7-1 Mariners lead in the seventh inning. Very good. I wish all the best things for Jesse Winker. I really liked him as a Red. Let's talk a little bit about the San Diego Padres. Of course, they made a giant move in getting Juan Soto, but they got another guy, too, and he was a Red. We're talking about Brandon Drury. Here's the call on KWFN. Last night, the Padres taking on the Rockies, and Brandon Drury steps to the plate and blasts a grand slam home run on the first pitch that he sees as a Padre. How about that? First pitch on the way to the right-handed hitter is swung on, hit in the air, out to left field. Connor Joe's running back, still going back, looking up, gonna go! A grand slam for Drury! First pitch he sees in a Padre uniform. 5 nothing San Diego in the bottom of the first inning. Well, if this is how the moves are going to work out the rest of the season, Padres are in good hands. Yeah, man, uh, Drury's going to become a super sub for them, and he's going to be a great piece on that team. Talking a little bit about the Pittsburgh Pirates. Hey, they got a win last night, and uh, the guy that was uh, probably the only person that was uh, the Pirates were thinking about shopping, who was uh, Brian Reynolds, had something to do with it. Here's the call when KDKA is Brian Reynolds slams a walk-off home run for the Pirates, and the uh, Bucks go on to beat Matt Murphy's Milwaukee hey, Brewers hey, hey, hey now. by a score of 8-7. to seven. Here's the 2-0. Swung on, hit deep into right. Brian Reynolds has just done the impossible. The first home run hit all year off Devin Williams wins it for the Pirates. That is amazing. What <laughs> what a ball game. My goodness gracious. It was hidden vigorous, Joe. It was inevitable. It had to happen. Three months since he's allowed a run. One extra base hit allowed that time. No home runs on the year. Zero home runs allowed the entire year. And a 2-0 fastball, Brian Reynolds almost got to the roof. Almost just short of the roof, but he went to the bar. <laughs> and Brian Reynolds did scorch that ball. And speaking of scorching, the temperature isn't the only thing that's hot this summer. The hot family instant games are on fire. With only o- over 15 million in prizes, these tickets are sizzling. With mega top prizes up to $50,000, head to a West Virginia lottery retailer today and get the hot family games. Be sure to turn on your AC and while scratching because these tickets are really hot items. That's going to do it for the Sound of Sports. We're going to take a break. Come back with Kevin Kenders from BlueGoldNews.com. We'll be back right after this. Hotline with Dave Weekly will return on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. 
If you're tired of living with chronic joint pain like so many people here, you need to know that there's now a new remarkable treatment available here, QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Dave Allen. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in using regenerative medicine to give lasting pain relief. No drugs, no side effects, no steroids, and no surgery. Regenerative medicine harnesses your own body's natural healing properties to restore and repair damaged tissue in your aching joints. Listen, pain pills only mask the problem. Steroids, steroids only work short term, and we all know the devastating impacts of opioids in this region. Now there's a better, safer, and more effective way to treat the root cause of your joint pain. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics and Cross Lanes. It's a free consultation, and it could change your life. Call 304-202-5566. 304-202-5566. QC Kinetics can get you moving pain-free again. 304-202-5566. 202-5566. Come see the wonder of the reimagined Kanawha County Public Library. Yes, there are books, rows and rows of them, and lots of seating areas for reading or remote work. But there's so much more. Now you can use your library card card to take home gardening or construction tools. And in the new Idea Labs, the possibilities are unlimited. Your new Kanawha County Public Library. Please visit us at our reimagined Capitol Street location. Come check us out. Hey, this is Dave Allen for your local Parmar store saying happy summer. Summer is the busiest time of the year with ball games, reunions, vacations, picnics, barbecues. Hey, you name it, and it happens during the summer. Well, before you make plans to head out, make plans to visit your local Parmar store. From gas to great food and all the snacks you need, you'll find it at Parmar. We're nearly 200 stores strong, and we're adding stores all the time, all to better serve you. Download the Parmar app and sign up for our rewards card to save even more. Happy summer, and remember, there's not a Parmar store near you now. There will be soon. That moment when you turn on the hot water and realize there is no hot water, only icy cold time to become a member of the screaming speed shower club water. But fear not, there's an expert for that. Let your local experts at Taze Valley Service Experts keep your hot water flowing. Get worry-free hot water as low as $32.99 plus tax a month. Like it hot? There's an expert for that. Call Taze Valley Service Experts at 866-EXPERTS. License number WV49676. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. Summer is fading, and that means it's time to talk about going back to school. But times are hard, and prices are rising. 580 WCHS would like to give you $1,000 to help your family back to school, and an additional $1,000 to help your kids' school or a charity of your choice. Times are hard enough. We want to make this easy. You can register to win right now through August 31st by visiting wchsnetwork.com slash school. It's the 1K back-to-school giveaway for you and your kids' school at wchsnetwork.com slash school. Talk Line with Hoppy Kerchival is an indispensable source for what's on the mind of West Virginians. Weekday mornings at 10 on 580 WCHS. Stream live or find the podcast at WVMetroNews.com.
Well, when you hear that from the Allman Brothers, you know it's time to talk a little bit about WVU sports, which we're doing a lot of today. Uh, this is Dale Cooper. I'm filling in for Dave Weekly. We're at Ball Toyota on Patrick Street down in Charleston, where Tony Creedy is going to be coming by a little bit later on and for Inside the Huddle to benefit the United Way. So there's uh, WVU is on our mind, and that's what we're going to talk about a little bit uh, a little bit today. Kevin Kender from BlueGoldNews.com is joining me now. Kevin uh, was at this event the last time we were here, uh, last year I guess it was, but uh, this year uh, Kevin is uh, is uh, taking on uh, uh, different duties. He's covering practice today, which is very good because we need to know what's going on in practice. Uh, Kevin, how you doing, man? Uh, doing well. I had definitely a hot day today. Uh, would be good for conditioning, a lot of special teams work, so uh, you know, hopefully getting a lot of different looks these first few days, uh, starting to get some guys into the swing of things. First game is only four weeks away. How long are are is the uh, practice open today? Do you get like sixty well, minutes, practice, or how long do they keep it? Yeah, open? Pra- yeah, practice was open uh, for a little bit less than an hour, but it was not a long practice today. Uh, an hour and a half, maybe a little bit more. Uh, like I said, a lot of special teams work. Uh, we got to see a lot of that. Really starting to dive into uh, uh, kickoff return, kickoff coverage, uh, punt coverage. Uh, obviously, the specialists, you know, are competing for those spots too. You know, the coaches would like to have a different guy, you know, kicking off, punting, and doing the place kicking just to, you know, avoid wear and tear, spread those duties out a little bit. And obviously the return game, uh, you know, several different guys getting chances at returns and, uh, you know, just so much work to do in that area and so little time to do it. But today a big focus on uh, that aspect of the game. You know, the return game has become such a weird thing because you obviously still need to have um, someone dynamic who can return kicks and, and uh, reliably uh, field the kicks in the right uh, position and things along those lines. But um, rules have changed so much and things have become so different that it seems like, and I'm, I think data would back me up on this, there's less and less returns than what there used to be. There are. There's fewer returns, and it seems to me like fewer big returns. You know, yeah. think about all the you know things through history – you know, big kickoff returns, big punt returns. Uh, with the way the specialists, the punters, are able to place the ball now, roll it, direct kick away from uh, the returners, makes it hard for that. And the blocking rules on kickoff returns, you know, you can't have the wedges anymore. You can only have really two guys teamed up uh, to deliver combination blocks. So, you know, you can't get those kind of wedges to uh, drive a lane, you know, straight to a point that you pick in the coverage. Uh, you know, so if you've got a team or a returner that's dynamic, that can make something happen, can make a couple guys miss, I think that can have a huge effect for a team. And West Virginia looking for a couple of those guys this year. Yeah, that's very true. And I was wondering, you mentioned defense and defensive backs, and uh, that's one of the areas where West Virginia lost a lot uh, right after the end of the season last year. Then they had some transfers that came in that have some experience. What are some of the key battles in the secondary to try to reseat things there after kind of a, uh, a rough off season for uh, for guys that started it in, uh, on defense? It is. You know, West Virginia looks like they're going to be okay. It's starting cornerback, but a couple of the transfer cornerbacks, uh, a couple of the JUCOs, are definitely going to be in the mix for playing time because you really have to have four cornerbacks mm-hmm. in order to, for the coaches to feel really comfortable. Uh, Shadon Brown talked about that. He also discussed safety, safety play, and you know West Virginia you know, lost all of its starting safeties that were good to great from a year ago. So you know that's just going to be an ongoing thing through camp, finding those three or four guys you can depend on. 
and also touching on what we just discussed, special teams. Asked to Don Brown about that and about how many of the newcomers uh, might be in the mix to compete for special teams jobs, and he said really all of them. He said with the way you know players come and go now and with numbers down just a little bit, you've got to have a lot of those new guys com- contributing early, and even if you know maybe they're not starters or heavy-use guys on um, plays from scrimmage right off the bat, You've got to get something out of them on a couple of special teams. So uh, we're going to be seeing a lot of new names, a lot of new faces this year. I've been talking to a few folks about WVU sports this week as I filled in for Dave, and one of the kind of themes that I've been touching on, because I find it kind of fascinating, uh, this number of new players that's come in for West Virginia, 33 players, combination of, uh, of, uh, of freshmen, of course, and of transfer players that have come in for the team. And I keep on thinking back to historically just how good um, Vegas is at predicting things like over or under on wins and stuff like that. You know, in the past, you could always look at those numbers, and, and generally speaking, these guys know what they're talking about you see those numbers come in and and uh by the time the end of the year rolls around they're they're not too far off broadly speaking there's always exceptions to that but i and and you cover sport uh wvu from a little different perspective than most of those that i talk to so i wonder what insights that you have on this how difficult is it is it to determine just what kind of team that you have when you have so much turnover like that. Uh, guys that are leaving and guys that are coming in, guys that have been coached elsewhere and are going to be playing, you don't really know what that fit's going to be like in the WVU system. I think that's a great point. I mean, obviously you still look at, do you have a good quarterback coming back? If you have that, that puts you ahead of the curve a little bit. But even in West Virginia's case, they have a proven Division One quarterback transferring in and JT Daniels. Uh, you know, that everyone expects to start. But how is he going to mesh with all those newcomers? I mean, you know, he's getting used to a whole new group of wide receivers. And really, there's three proven wide receivers kind of on West Virginia's roster right now. But behind that, you've got a lot more guys you got to search for. Uh, it's a different guy running back, a guy with some experience. But he, he wasn't the lead guy before, Tony Mathis. So you're going to depend on that. You're going to be looking at some new tight ends while you're hopefully waiting for Michael Lachlan to come back. So when you add all those things together, unless you're a team that just for whatever reason has, you know, 16 starters coming back and a lot of your top reserves, I think it's more and more difficult to make those choices, even for people that kind of know the team intimately. So we're, we're uh, under a month away from kickoff of the first game, which is going to be at September 1st, a Thursday night game against Pitt, uh, renewing the back uh, the backyard brawl. Um, this is a this is a pretty important run of games. Uh, when we talk about uh, you know uh, Neil Brown went out and got uh, Graham Harrell to be offensive coordinator this year, and a lot of new players came in. Um, seasons kind of holding serve. It seems like is what we've had the last few years. Um, when you have Pitt and you have Virginia Tech on your schedule again, um, and uh, the last hurrah was some of the Big Twelve rivals. And I'm sorry, we only have a few seconds here uh, left, Kevin. But that's got to be um, right on Neil Brown's mind. Oh sure. And getting off to an early start, a good early start. Uh, starting at Pitt is going to be really difficult. I think West Virginia has a pretty good chance of Virginia Tech. Uh, Mountaineers need to start probably 3-1 and one because they've got a really tough uh, middle of the schedule when they hit the road in the Big 12. Yeah, that's what I was looking at, too. That's good stuff. Well, Kevin, I appreciate you kind of uh, moving your schedule around to accommodate me today. Thank you so much for that and giving us your insights on WVU Sports. We're going to be talking about WVU a lot today. Thanks a lot, man. Always good. Thanks a lot, Dale.
Thanks, man. Appreciate it. That's Kevin Kinder from BlueGoldNews.com. you got to check him out over there for all of the great updates. We need to take a break. We're running just a little bit late. This is Hotline on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Did you know Greer Lime Company's products are used in a variety of environmental applications that impact your everyday life? For example, Greer's Quick Lime and Hydrated products are fundamental to the key processes in drinking water and wastewater treatment. And their high-calcium limestone, quick lime, and hydrate products are used in the removal of acidic pollutants from power plant flu gases. Greer's products are also used in coal mines to treat acid mine drainage and as alkaline amendment. Learn more online at greerlime.com. If you've been by Walker Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram and Hurricane lately, you've probably noticed a few things. And if you haven't been by there, you need to make the short trip to Hurricane. Now, the first thing you might notice is the construction. They're hard at work right now remodeling the dealership to make it more comfortable and to give you the best experience that they possibly can. But more than that, you're probably going to notice the inventory. Right now, Walker Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has the best inventory they've had in well over a year. The lot right now is packed with new and pre-owned heavy duties, half-ton trucks, Jeep Gladiators, and a ton of Grand Cherokees. Look, if there's a car, truck, or SUV that you're looking for, there's a good chance that it's on the lot right now at Walker. And you know that Gene and Ryan built their business the old-fashioned way by making friends. There are no gimmicks or games at Walker, just honest, fair deals. So take advantage of the best inventory in years and make that short 20-minute drive from Charleston or Huntington to Walker Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Just off the hurricane exit of I-64, Walker Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram making friends one deal at a time. Spring is in the air, and at Thornhill GM Superstore, we have your cure for spring fever. It's a sport utility spring at Thornhill. Hey, it's Sydney inviting you to find new roads to the Thornhill Motor Mile and get you a new 2022 Chevy Equinox with 0% APR for 16 months or $1,000 cash allowance. Or a new 2022 Chevy Trailblazer with 1.9% APR for 60 months. Life is better in a Chevy SUV. Find out why and tag your new SUV at thornhillgmsuperstore.com. Or in person, U.S. 119 Chapmanville. The road to total savings starts with Thornhill. Hey, this is Dave Allen for your local Parmar store saying happy summer. Summer is the busiest time of the year with ball games, reunions, vacations, picnics, barbecues. Hey, you name it, and it happens during the summer. Well, before you make plans to head out, make plans to visit your local Parmar store. From gas to great food and all the snacks you need, you'll find it at Parmar. We're nearly 200 stores strong, and we're adding stores all the time, all to better serve you. Download the Parmar app and sign up for our rewards card to save even more. Happy summer, and remember, there's not a Parmar store near you now. There will be soon. That moment when you realize you have a serious air conditioner issue, a real strip down to your skivvies, no one sleeping tonight, head in the freezer, fail party. But fear not, there's an expert for that. Let your local experts at Taze Valley Service Experts keep you cool with $50 off any repair. Want to chill? There's an expert for that. Call Taze Valley Service Experts at 866-EXPERTS. License number WV49675. Wireless headphones. That'll be $200. I'll use my Capital One Quicksilver card. Now that's a hit. You used the Capital One Quicksilver card, which makes you the hero of every purchase. With Quicksilver, you earn unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase everywhere. I wanted running music, but unlimited 1.5% cash back is pretty heroic. Good instincts. Every hero needs a theme song. The Capital One Quicksilver card. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Follow us on Twitter at 580WCHS. And navigate to WCHSnetwork.com. This is the Voice of Charleston, 580WCHS. 
That's going to do it for us, everyone, in this first hour. You're listening to Metro News Ram Hotline. I'm Dale Cooper filling in for Dave Weekly uh, for two more days, and we're at Baltway Oda at Patrick Street for Inside the Huddle. Coming up at the top of the next hour, Larry Gross is going to join us, and uh, we're going to talk about what's coming up on Mountain Stage. That's up next. 580 WCHSAM, 96.5 FM Charleston, 104.5 Cross Lane, a WVRC media station. We're proud to live here, too. From ABC News, I'm Michelle Franzen. The U.S. leads the world in monkeypox cases with more than 6,600 known infections. Today, White House health officials announced the outbreak, a public health emergency. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky. The public health emergency is going to mobilize additional boots on the ground to help educate people about actions they can take to limit their exposure as vaccines become more widely available. The Biden administration has been facing criticism and growing calls by communities and states dealing with an uptick in cases to do more. President Biden, still testing positive for COVID, held a virtual roundtable with business and labor leaders today.